Monday Night Lights podcast is back. We got a full house. Brian Piercy here with Jeremy Cohn, Troy Otto, and Andrew Hedis made it. How are you guys doing today? Very good. Doing pretty swell after uh, getting back to the old grind here, uh, finally after, what, two, three-week break and uh, Christmas holiday? Yeah, I, like I said, I hope everybody had a good Christmas, and uh, we're doing good. Troy, it's good to have you back as well. Great to be here. Always nice after a win. Is he clicked down? Is your mic clicked on? Test, 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 test. I think he flipped the switch up. You should know that. You're oh supposed to be a gosh. veteran. You're supposed to be a Jeremy veteran. I know uh, over you. Test, 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 mortgages man. and lawyers. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm a mess. That's what I heard. You take well. a month off the podcast, you're just a joke. <laughs> Rookie. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Anyways, as always, give us a call on the Whoop line, 714-75-WHOOP. Email the show at podcast at mnlhl.com. Follow and subscribe to us on Twitch. Uh, just like Pistol Pete right now, he's on a three-month streak for subbing to the podcast. You know, it's fellow MNL, uh, you know, players like that that help us get beer for the All-Star game. So, you know, make sure you follow, make sure you subscribe. So, rate and review the podcast. And if you're interested, you know, let us know. We'll get you a date to come on the podcast as well. So, let's kind of get down to a quick, a couple news things real quick. I want to see... I don't even know if you know this, Troy, but it's going to be directed at you. Uh, last couple of weeks, we were making a big push for going to the bowling alley after some games. Have we heard anything from the bowling alley about sponsorships or anything? No, it's a really annoying. They're like, it's the. I mean, I love the. I love it. I made my first appearance there. Like from all the photos, I thought it was like a little shoebox, you know. But when you get mm-hmm. in there, I was like, the size of it is awesome. But no, it's like they got that one drunk dude running the place, and I just think it's all full of shit. And. I think we showed like out in impressive numbers. Now it's like I think we should not go there because not right. it's like why would they sponsor us if we just show up and every we're showing every up time? anyway exactly. So I would show up with either fifty guys or zero guys. Um, but no, I've heard absolutely nothing on that. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like we had pretty good numbers as a turnout. Uh, I know when I went, it seemed like the bartender was pretty happy. She bought us some beer. So she that was, was like swamped the night before Christmas. It was crazy. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing. That kind of shows that we're willing as a group to come out there, especially if we have our end-of-the-year party Mm -hmm. and even our draft. I think whatever they would sponsor us for, they're going to get their money out of it just there. And then, you know, with the worms going on Friday sometimes, with going after, especially once it gets cold out, hitting it up after the game. I don't know. Does anybody know if anybody went last night? Yeah, we had five people went last night. Uh, Drager, me, uh, Crunk, Dougie, and Woodsy all all were there. So, I mean, it's not like... It's not like they're not getting someone to come out every single week. Um, last I'd heard from Panny, 
a couple weeks ago. I don't know if the white, you know, Ivory Tower connected on that or what, but uh, he had mentioned that he was still talking to uh, the manager above Heather. I guess I don't understand. Like Trent's gone there eight thousand times, and it's like we don't know who who's the decision maker over there. So, you know? so it's yeah. There's this. There's this manager, mysterious manager. But she's she's a ghost. She's it's it's impossible to get a hold of her. Anyways, so. I I've stayed out of it, but it's like it's kind of frustrating. Yeah, I think we should. It's either like, look, you know, put up or shut up. You know, for them, not us. Yeah, and I think at the same time, it doesn't mean we shouldn't go there just because we like the place. But it, it's not necessarily, hey, you got to work late, but try to make an effort to look good for the league. So head out to the bar when you really don't want to, so you're feeling okay the next day. So, <laughs> you know. Hopefully, we could still do our end of the year party. You know, maybe the just yeah. trying for a sponsorship going into next year. But yeah. well, to your I point, mean, Piercy, it, if they just did our end of the year banquet, and because what are they talking about? Giving us two thousand bucks, three thousand bucks. There's numbers that are a little bit higher than that. I think. Well, but. in any event, let's just say it was three thousand bucks. It just the draft we have what seventy people there. End of the year banquet, seventy people. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna make that back just kind of probably on that night alone, right. and then everything else is just gravy. But um, the mysterious part is like no one knows who's making the decisions over there. Yeah. So uh, you know, we'll keep working on it. And hopefully, go out there maybe for next year. Com- competing interest cozies right up the right up the street. <laughs> Show a little poker hand there, eh? Troy's got that. Yeah. Little uh. Which one is Cozy's? That's the one that Dylan likes. It's by uh, it's right it's, on, it's by on the end. building that's uh, that's polluting six ninety six. Yeah, the green. Don't drink the water. <laughs> Not a Cozy's. Just drink the beer. That's yeah. what we're there for. Canned beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That might have actually been where we ended up having to do the spring draft. It was. Yeah. So yeah, that was. It wasn't a horrible bar, but it was pretty small. I don't know if it's necessarily it's would, would hold uh, M&L if we came out in force for a draft. That's what's cool about the bowling alley is that we know it can can hold all of us, which is nice. It's all about the leverage, baby. Just hold it above uh, the bowling alley's head. We'll go, the cozies. We'll go. I just don't think there's anyone there who gives a shit. That's the thing. Like, yeah. you need the you know, the, we need someone with a financial stake in the matter to to be there. And if it was that drunk dude that was there the one night before Christmas, I hope that's, that that's not, not the that, guy. Jesus well, Christ. he might be the owner or something, but Heather's the manager. I don't know. I don't. That's the owner. That's a scary deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, would you be sober if you ran a bowling alley? <laughs> 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 yeah. I I don't know if actually running a bar is as fun as it sounds. Like you said, you're probably not. You shouldn't be drinking during it. You're a bunch of drunk people in a bar bowling alley. Hey, listen, I've watched Bar Rescue. I know how that ends. <laughs> I've never seen it, so I can't comment on that. But next thing on the agenda is we actually had the skills competition last Monday as well. I think it went well. I think the majority of people had a good time. So uh, let's kind of run through the events, talk about what we liked or didn't like about it, who kind of did good, who did bad, and then we'll kind of go over like the whole competition as what we thought over all of it. So our our first, I don't know if these are in order, I just found them online, uh, was the, I'm going to call it the freestyle shootout, where it was kind of the NBA style, I try to be fun, cute, Generation Z type of thing. Uh, what was our thoughts on that competition? I wasn't there. I oh. was coming home from up north. You're so. looking at me like I was there. Oh. I, I wasn't there. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was going to let everyone else. I thought it was fun, which I think is the whole point of it. Um, the idea of having the guest judges was very charming because you had, you had like Carson, little Dave P, and then Ethan, who I think is Crunk's kid. 
and it's charming until it really comes to actually scoring because my Carson's a serious it's my kid is right. a little serious for 11 year old but like the one I can't remember who it was maybe Weaver but like Weaver came in and wiped out completely fell on his face and like knocked the net off the pegs and like Ethan and little Dave P were like 10 10 10 <laughs> and Carson's like two and then Matt Taylor comes in and he does this very impressive thing where he does like the Michigan move where he scoops it up off the ice throws it up in the air hits it and I think he, it didn't go in it hit like the goal post and then like little Dave P and Ethan gave him like a two or something like that, and Carson <laughs> and Carson's like, "This is insane." But all that being said, it was the the event itself. Is, I mean, it was mocking that it's supposed to be fun, and it was fun. Yeah, I the the event was pretty fun. I liked the judges. It was fun, especially seeing little Dave P when his dad did his move, which Dave pulled out a nice move, even though he didn't get it. Uh, that's not an event for me to participate in. It's not my style of things, but it seemed like people had fun, and I think that's the main thing that really matters yeah, there. It's kind of like the slam dunk kind. I don't know if you could uh, – it was definitely a lot of fun, but, like, year after year, I don't know if you can keep coming up with, like, you it's know, true. creative stuff, but it was cool. Yeah, I actually wouldn't be surprised if the next year or so people actually got a little bit more creative after they've seen it once or twice, yep. and then it then it turns into the slam yeah. dunk competition of, uh-huh. like, oh, what am I going to do, go behind my legs again and – you know, yeah. do this or do that. Bender goalie was nice. Having Maki and net for that was also a nice <laughs> touch. Whether it's Skillman next year or bust of it, that that was cool too for that portion of it. Especially because there's one or two times where the uh, they're coming over at Mackie, they do something, and Mackie just goes down. It looked like he got shot, and he's just down on the ground. And, you know, it kind of it kind of helped out the entertainment right there. At least I felt so. Um, Next event on the evening was just the normal shootout. That one, I'm actually going to say, was slightly disappointing, and I think that was partially just because there wasn't enough goals being scored. Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at last night, you had the, you had the Tigers versus the Nordiques in a shootout, and I think it went eight deep. And even in the real NHL skills competition, I mean, it's like the goalies win that. Like Everyone like perceives it's like a penalty shot and they're going to score, but, I mean, the, the stats – show even at the highest level that the goalies are favored. So then you take that to a beer league level, and I bet our percentage is probably 80-20 in favor of the goalies. You know, So I guess it didn't surprise me too much. But it was nice. I mean, they whipped through it. Did Matt Taylor wind up winning that? It was close. No, I think it was, was, was it Matt, Sips or Doug. No, no, no. I think Matt – Doug made it very far, but I think Matt – Doug might have won it for the Benders technically then. Yeah, he made it the – that one was everyone included. But I think Matt Taylor – Did he really – yeah. Well, why, why do I bury the poor guy on defense? That's what I told Panny a couple weeks ago. I'm like, Doug, try the guy forward. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Not, first of all, let's just say there was about 15 people. Yeah. Um, only three to four made it out of the first round. Because it was kind of like, you know, if you adva- make yeah. it, you advance. So Matt Taylor, uh, Sips did score first. So he had made it out of the first round. Dougie, and then there's one who did, more who that did I'm Sips missing. score on? Do you that, remember? That, not, that I don't remember. It was not Hedis. It was not Hedis. But anyways, but that, that was a fun one. Yeah, that was a tough one because there were so many people who wanted to participate in that one. And so it was like a person was going down each way. You'd kind of switch goalies the next time around. There were three goalies, so they were switching out. So there's a lot of chaos there. So that one was a little bit tough there might be a way maybe to have a representative for each team try to limit it i don't know but then again it's all for fun so it's hard to try to shut people out from these competitions when we get to the end i'll have the overall experience i have some comments on that yeah uh next one is our fastest skater award i think technically manny won that for the benders trent won that as well uh for the all-stars yeah. what are you shaking your head at i i just don't, i not the manny portion i think i think you know the, from the eyeball test i think manny probably was the king of the benders but you have 
uh, you have two t- two different people timing. You know, so you get Panny's blowing the whistle. Okay, so it's, he would say three, two, one, whistle. Okay, and then he hits the timer and he times one guy. Then Ryan Allen, who there's certain kind of like reaction time because he has to wait for just like the people going. Ryan Allen has to wait for Panny, so there's probably a split second there, and then he's got a different stopwatch. So the human error is off the charts when you try to go off of a timer basis. Um, and just, again, from the eyeball test, I just didn't think Trent, you know, I wa- nothing against Trent, but I mean, I'm watching him go around. His time was like 14.8. It was like insanely. It just wasn't, I just don't think it was accurate, but it's still yeah. fun. I, that's why I was a, I think you do it bracket style, yeah. you know, head to head, and then you have kind you of, a, a, then you have a line, yeah, and then you have a line judge right there. And then, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I, I totally agree. Bracket style, stuff. bracket style would be the way to go in that event. It's nobody's fault, but um, the human error off the chart with as the in when me and you well here's the thing me and you went and you already admitted to it you false started but yep. that is what it is but it was very close i heard people say on whoever yeah. you dove through i think when i heard the times there was a claim that like you beat me by a second and a half which yeah. there's no way you did that so those times are off there so it's i think it's impossible especially when you're not going a person versus a person to try yeah. to judge of time of who's the fastest overall i think you do have to go you know person yeah. versus person and i think you gotta have like the the scorekeeper like kind of in the penalty box like literally right on the red line watching and watching it, it. Yeah. and just it is what it is because it's it's going to be razor thin in my defense we were the first people to go so panny like literally you didn't get to te- learn anything well and panny was like okay we're, we're gonna go on three and then the so it's like three two one long ass pause Woo! you know so it's like <laughs> he uh, did because i was like get ready to go 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 and all of a sudden i see troy like Woo! and i was like oh crap so I know we didn't do it on purpose. Uh, we so are getting some compliments in the chat that they love your facial hair. So there you go. <laughs> yep. I do like this MySpace. I don't know if it's like the MySpace angle plus the rail splitters hat. It's right. like I look. I mean, I've been like fat and chubby, but uh, I look okay from this camera angle. So I'll take it. <laughs> uh, so as far as the All Star skaters go, who was uh, who? So Trent won, but was like sh- Sugar part of that or it was Trent Sugar? Pistol Pete, Dave Matt, P. Who Dave might, P. Dave P. Matt might have Taylor. been the slowest yeah. skater out of anybody no in the holy. Like Dave P. I have Short a strides. whole new. Wow. Yeah. I don't want to call it respect for him. Yeah. A whole new look. Like he's he's quick. He can stop, start, get to full speed right away. But he was looking slow out there. His long distances. And Weaver was a guy I think that impressed me as far yeah. as surprise okay. type thing. I do think Trent looked like he was going fast when he get those strides going when and Trent, going around Trent's in those a big circles. Boy, yeah, when he gets those I, legs going, I didn't. I didn't mean that Trent couldn't possibly, but I think he actually went by himself. Oh no, he was racing Dave P. And like Dave P. was very slow. He and beat him by out. like half a lap. Yeah. Wow. I didn't. It, it's. It's not that I don't think Trent has a chance to win it, but it's like the way the whole thing went down with two different people timing. Trent beat everybody by like a second and a half, and I just don't think that that's possible, you know. Right. And then they all they all went once, you know, and then there was no like after that. It was so I think Sugar and Matt Taylor went at the same time, which was that was probably which was pretty cool, and that was that was like razor thin. I don't even know who won. Yeah. You know, did Fister compete? Fister did not. I think. No, I what think about Serta? Oh, those no. those are the two guys. Serta wasn't there. I think so fast. Matt Taylor. And sugar, and then I think it was P 
Pete and Geo, and then Trent and Dave P from the for the All Stars. I don't. There might have been one more. In, okay. There's actually one more because I think Geo went by himself. Yeah, so there might have been one more. Fan. We also had this uh, goalies have theirs as well, which yeah. was fun because I want to say was he was Jayflo who was trying to do more of a crossover, and then you had the other guys doing kind of a yeah. a step turn. I, like, what's the way to go in a competition like that of trying to skate fast and go around and <laughs> kind of the curve? I don't and, leave my crease very often, so I, I so I mean I've been taught. I mean you're you're not you don't want to cross over in your pads because when yeah, you cross over tough. in your pads you have you have a more you're more liable to fall down because i mean it uses so much gear it gets in the way you if you make a clean cl- crossover it's not going to be you're, you aren't going to have your feet set underneath your body you're kind of stretching yeah. out past and it to that so, point like you would think jflow because he's like what second or third round skater yeah and uh and cam i've never seen skate out but cam blew him away and i shouldn't say blew him away but but cam was well, i believe jflow fell yeah but so mm-hmm. cam definitely he had a, the better technique for skating in goalie pads than, than J-Flow. I would have had to borrow my old pads to be able to compete in that. And that that's actually the surprising thing, because I don't think a whole lot of us really do a full-on fastest lap as we can. That second, I don't know what you felt, that second turn, you felt like you had a lot more speed going, and there was a little bit of like, ooh, <laughs> could I see myself wiping off on this blade and going into the boards type of thing? And you could yeah. tell, especially like with a Trent who really had that speed going, there were some people kind of like, ooh, in that second turn. It would be fun to have a few like trial laps to because like i remember watching marvin i did my preparation for this and the the key to this like you got to keep the legs kind of crossing over around the net you know like from watching the larkins of the world but like marvin exaggerated that like he was literally like like little tiptoe baby steps you know so but it'd be fun to kind of you know try one way and see what the the time is and then try a different technique but it was fun yeah um Next event was then the actual accuracy contest. That one was good. The problem with that is the magnets didn't stick to the post long enough, so there would be times you'd hit the post or something, and then those would fall off. Besides that, it was really difficult. I think Peso was the only one I actually saw have legitimate hits. That falls in the category of looks a hell of a lot easier on TV than in real life because you're up there, you're like fucking eight feet away. You're like, I'm going to at least hit two out of four minimum and then it's like eight pucks and over eight it's just so demoralizing but a lot of fun <laughs> so i guess that and does be true that uh, the players on the night lights don't really know where to shoot oh my boys. god <laughs> it was bad and that i so i started it off and it was like i went over eight and everyone's like, oh sniper blah 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 like the next five guys go over eight you know it was like jesus christ the targets themselves were really slick though um like a kind of a heavy magnet because yeah. i'd seen it before when, back when my kid did it it was like a little goofy thing and the targets were these cheap little plastic things but these were like a firm hard plastic with magnets but yeah if you if you rang the post really hard it, it might knock them off but for our purposes it was pretty sweet yeah, yeah it was a cooler setup than i was expecting yeah. so nice. it's hard to say anything bad about that last thing was the hardest shot contest that was just fun to see what it was like i know i did i didn't think i have a chance but i just wanted to see what i would ring on the radar gun so yeah. what who wound up went did he, did someone hit uh, seventy three or something like that? I think Lapoudre was yeah. in the seventies. McShannick was in the seventies, and Pete were. Yeah. I want to say McShannick was seventy five, seventy six. Pete was seventy four ish. Yeah. Eric was seventy three, seventy four. Yeah. So a lot of the benders were like low sixties, I believe. Yeah. So it would be really cool to see what like a general would go mm-hmm. at. See if he could hit like touch the high seventies, low eighties. But then 
all that does is just blow your mind because you see when when Eric got into it, I mean that baby was moving, and then you figure these NHL guys are a full twenty miles per hour harder than that. It's just fucking insanity yeah. to picture how fast that must be. Yeah, Big Shannon and Pete had a seventy four mile an hour, and then Taylor and Lepudre hit seventy three. Yeah, uh, according to my statistician. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Which was Panny? Panny in the the okay. chat. Yeah. Okay. And so, like the I think the Charas, I mean, they touch one hundred three, one hundred four. I mean, so that's thirty miles. But I'm, I figure in a regular NHL game, those yeah. guys are probably cranking at ninety two or something, which is just insanely fast for sure. Yeah. And then we weren't able to actually do the relay races or the stick handling courses, so I don't know how those would have went over. But overall thoughts on the skill competition. So. I think that it's not Panny's fault because I, I also fall into this category. Like, you just assume that people read your emails when in reality, like, people just fucking skim them. Yeah. So, because the email came out, it's like, oh, we're doing the skills and blah, blah, blah. And then somewhere buried in there, there was like, if you're interested, you know, rep- you have to reply. So, I found out about it, like, after the fact. I was like, what? Panny's like, which one are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you didn't reply. I'm like, well, I want to do fucking all of them. So, <laughs> so I eventually, like, properly replied and I participated in a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, then there were guys that were all dressed, and I don't think they participated in anything. So I, you almost, I felt bad because so, I think they just didn't read the fucking email and they just showed up. <laughs> so we had like a lot of guys doing everything and then not others. So, so for next year, I definitely think um, it, it should be a little bit more organized as far as, um, one – you can't do every event because there's just not enough time and it's not fair for one guy to do five and one person to do none. And then I'd like to incorporate some type of team component to it. So for example, like every event, there's one person from each team, you know, or two or something like that. The team sponsors like, Hey, yeah. we want well, you to be our hardest shot. Exactly. Guy. That that exactly what I was guys. thinking. And then you could do the relays as yeah. a team. Yeah. I think we should actually, That'd be kind of cool if we had to do it. Well, and not only that, so it's like, let's say hardest shot, you know, North Stars win, so we get five points for winning that oh, event, yeah. you know, and then that way there can be a team winner for that. Yeah. And then I do think we need, so that's, and I think that's more fair way to allocate it, um, and then we can kind of mandate that, you know, certain round guys do it or blah, blah, blah to keep it fair. And then, but my other thing is that I do think there's um, room, and if, if it goes two hours, it goes two hours. Just, that's my big thing yeah. is just take the two hours yeah. on the Olympic yeah. ice and just put yeah. that towards the skills competition yeah, because right. that hour wouldn't be close yeah. if you yeah. go to a, try to do an hour and a half we really yeah. were too tight there yeah. and do sticks and pucks and the on sticks. the other side or family side but then i do think it would be fun to do some type of i don't the, like a relay race i think would be silly i mean that's kind of i'm thinking like that short track racing it looks like a car wreck <laughs> waiting to happen but i do think if you did something and they've done i don't know if they still do it they change it up but something like uh, one of those four station where you have, like, the one guy, Kane starts off and does the stick handling. Then the second station is the sauce pass into the mini nets. And right. then, but the next like isn't that a relay race? Finishes. Yes, like a relay with multiple events. Stations, not, yeah. like a, not like a relay track race. Yeah. Uh, but like like Trey was saying, like you got you know you got a guy yeah. shooting at the targets. Okay, once he finishes, then they can. Oh, do sick I, I actually thought that's what the relay races were going to be. I yeah. guess I didn't know because we didn't get yeah. to see them. Yeah, well, that we that should definitely be incorporated next year, and uh, so it was a good. But, it was but a good all sport. all in all, it was it was awesome. I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I think it's a nice step. It was a good idea. It turned out better than I was expecting. 
Um, I don't know what the turnout was for the actual like open skate slash kind of family thing. Well, I know there's kids for sticks and pucks, which was nice, which yeah. could be duplicated. I don't know if the actual NHL rink was used by people just kind of skating around much. I think I saw one or two people out there. So that's yeah. something, like you said, maybe you consider using that for sticks and pucks next year or depending how things go, if we get that ice for two hours coming next year, then it could be maybe a split as well. I don't yeah. know. Yep. I thought that was pretty cool, though, at the end that there was just kind of like a little I mean, I don't have kids, whatever. It means nothing to me. But it, I thought it was kind of cool that like some of the dads could get out there and play with their kids. And, yeah. and realistically, it helped Peso start to get that groove back because he started sniping <laughs> I mean, on a 10-year-old. I heard he sniped on an 11-year-old. Wow. <laughs> it's not that he sniped. It's he sniped and then celebrated. Typical <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he and and, and that's not a joke. I mean, I think someone captured a photo, you know, hands up, full-blown celebration. <laughs> it was great. Oh, that kid. <laughs> Typical. Yeah. You know what? It's baby steps, man. You got to get him back to where he belongs. So if he needs to sell you in those moments, let's get him to sell you. Let's get that groove back. You know, after that, I think I saw at a K-Falks game, him getting a little bit more wiggle. Mm. Wormsy scored. We'll talk about what he did yesterday as well. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> he was home. He was back in his Deeks blue. He was happy. Exactly. <laughs> so moving on to the pick standings. Dylan's still in the lead, but he only had one point last night, followed up by Troy. Now moving into second place, only three points behind his brother Ty with 31.5 points. Uh, see the complete standings. Go to pick'em.mnlhl.com. Tigers let me down from a. Pr- I had two points last night. Tigers cost me the full uh, bonus half point, and then I'd be really close. So with, that's uh, why Dylan. Ty was cheering for us so much. Yeah. Okay. I don't know about Ty. I don't know, but I but I I picked the Tigers. You and know. poor little Dave P with him not at the rink with me to remind him. Forgot to send in his mm. picks. He gets a zero. It's the first time he hasn't been in the top five all year. Plummet. So. Hey, I've, I've had multiple zeros on there, whether from just picking three teams wrong or or sending things to the outbox. Hashtag Outlook. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say you you remembered your picks this week, but you had an offer there, so it was a tough yeah. week for a lot of people, though. To be fair, yeah, a couple upsets. Um, let's start moving on to the games, though. So the first game of the the night was the Tigers versus the Nordiques, with the Nordiques winning in a shootout, uh, three to four. We have the two goalies representing, but. I think we're gonna let the winner start on this description. <laughs> yeah, hardly, hardly the winner. I guess I don't know. We got the overtime win, but it was it wasn't the greatest game in the world on on my end. I felt like uh, the game was moving in in slow motion, or I was moving in slow motion, I should say. And, uh, and then I had this like weird, weird fucking bloody nose like halfway through the game, and like I just started like bleeding everywhere. And at first I thought it was sweat, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no, that's blood. And so then I had to like run over to the bench. I tell Panny, I'm like, get some like tissue paper or something. So he gets me some, and then it's still gushing out. And then uh, that that like distracted me throughout like the first half of the game. But got got it figured out, and the boys boys popped in some goals, which was nice. So. Performance enhancing uh, drugs there, uh, pre-game, yeah. Coner. <laughs> See what you guys do in the Deeks locker room. Shit gets wild over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. So what did you see, Hedis? Um, I mean, score kind of speaks for itself. It was, you know, 4-3 shootout. Um, after the first period, which I I mean, bl- if I'm bluntly honest, the first period I thought for both teams was, was pretty sloppy. Um, it was, yeah. I mean, both teams kind of Long break, up. long break. Yeah. True, Troy. This is very true. It's on point. It was a long break. Uh, we got like about halfway through the game, and then um, I'd say the chances kind of tightened up more defensively. There's more shots from, uh, I guess, deeper in the zone. There wasn't as many, um, I guess, uh, you know, as people crashing the net. More puck, pucks on net, pucks deep, et cetera, right? But uh, I kind of disagree with you saying that you felt uh, you, you looked uh, like not 
in the zone or you were you didn't feel like it. You may have you may have felt like that, but you you were pretty solid last night because uh, while the second half of the game wasn't as active uh, shot wise for both of us, um, I definitely think you had some really nice saves. You had a key one, especially in overtime against uh, the vaunted Matthew <laughs> Taylor, and uh, I had a nice breakaway save there uh, to keep uh, keep the game reserved. I think that's when three. it started to come together. Was like you know because the first first period or so. I think that's when all the goals were scored, right? The first, first was, yeah, it was two two after the first, and, and then the second it was it was one to one. Yeah. So, so how many rounds did the shootout go? Four, four, four a pe- or five. Four apiece, and then yeah, Kimmel scored. He, I mean, he scored. But I put that he's a win in the net, but like he literally hit my blocker with the puck, <laughs> and then it went up <laughs> into the net somehow. I, I believe Kimmel had a what? He had a nice goal earlier on, and then I know Fem yeah. did, did as well. I don't know who had the other one off the top of my head. Peso, for Peso, you Peso we were just talking yeah. about Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I should have got yeah. his first one of the night with Partygan's Groove back. I think I saw a nice little celebration of joy oh, coming man. from him. It's funny. Whenever he subs, I never see him skate any harder than when he's subbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, trying to make those guys happy to bring him in again, which is always nice. And then Matt Taylor, there was a couple times where he was on a mission last night where he just off the face off, take it, or you could tell he's like, I'm coming in. I'm at least getting a shot and trying Man, to do some something. of the scariest points of the Did game he is score when he two of their regulation or one, just one, one first one. one yeah. Okay. And then who were, who had their uh, others? Slo- Chris Taylor had the third and, and Slocum had the second one. Second. Yeah. The, f- the one with Chris Taylor, it's like, and he, I, when I was a goalie, it's like there's just like when the guy comes in on a full clean breakaway, you know you're like prepared, mm-hmm. you know. And but when Matt Taylor like dances through your defenseman, it's like it throws. I don't know if it like throws off the timing or you like kind of you're like watching him. You're like oh fuck, and like then he's kind of like razzle dazzled in the hands yes. and like kind of yeah. loose side of the puck. Yeah. You can't get your feet set. That's the yeah, biggest thing yeah. because if someone comes in clean on you most of the times or like from a blue line or even if it's like a one on one and you can get to the top of the paint or the crease, you can get you can get your positioning mm. parallel to to the shooter in the net. But when someone comes in like you know hash marks down in and it'd be a defenseman or something, yeah. you're kind of just you don't know whether to come out because they could you know the defenseman could stop the puck and it could go like one way. You don't know whether to sit deep. It's just it's just a lot of variables to handle. So it's probably it's easier I think in my opinion maybe not maybe in my opinion it's easier to stop something that you just have a clean look at right voice having you know matt taylor slocum or fem or someone coming in around a defenseman one-on-one like troy just said yeah, yeah. there was a few times i mean it's, i'm surprised only got one but it's like uh bless his heart but like brennan coughed one up and mm-hmm. Bren- i mean there was just like i was like jesus i'm watching this game it actually ended exactly how i wanted it as a fan like I was conflicted because in one sense I'm competing with the Tigers, so I want the Nordiques to win. But for the good of the league, you know, I want to keep that la- the the chase for the last spot alive. It's still so, very much alive. Though. So by but winning, yeah. and it kind of served both purposes because yeah. you know I couldn't script it any better because the Nordiques got the win, so the Tigers only get one point, but you only get two, so then it keeps right. them within three. So it was it was a nice ending. Yeah. Do you want to touch on uh, on uh, a, a little? Um I don't know, fair play misuse yeah. issue or something. Yeah. Yeah. Up on well, we have, well, we have two. Well, oh, there's, we have there's two issues. I mean, of course, we incorporated the head, is, which is for anyone. I mean, I don't know. Piercy's old enough. These guys are young. But I mean, Osgood, when, when oh, Osgood was a goalie for the somewhere on the road. Yeah. I mean, it was like, Osgood. So that was the point behind that. I will say. That it made a point, especially in the shootout, you know, when we were doing it. At first of all, I thought it was pretty fun. Hopefully it was all in good fun. But I would made it very clear not to do it, like, while the penalty shot was going on or anything like that. Didn't want to distract you. So there's that, and I'll let you touch on that. But the other one is the, 
and, and it's like kind of joking, not joking type but deal. So for just to cure people up, as we've talked about before, Bender Overtime is now over, and this yep. has been our first opportunity to have overtime whoever you want going out on the ice possible yeah and i was pretty bummed about that a little yeah. more better overtime would have been yeah. good but we've had that discussion i'm yeah. i mean i like to see it's fun to see the highly skilled guys play yeah. three on three and they, they want to get a crack at it too so i'm i love bender ot but i also like like the top end guys having a chance to do it but it, and i don't i can't speak to what happened at the end of regulation but allegedly you know like taylor was on the ice for the end of regulation then you get to three on three ot I'm all in favor whether I don't care if Taylor was out there for five minutes at the end of regulation. You throw your top line out there, you're trying to win. Okay. But then there was a, you know, with that, like a minute and a half or even maybe even a minute left, there's a stoppage. All five guys go to the bench, Mm -hmm. you know. So the Nordiques do a full change. The Tigers, two guys go off, and then Matt Taylor stays on. And I don't know if he got his breakaway before or after that, but then Matt Taylor gets a breakaway. He gets stoned. And it was almost like the hockey gods, but it's like, you know what? It's just it's just not right, and and this is not a Troy Otto thing. This isn't a joke. I had multiple, and I don't want. I also don't want to like out anybody. You know, if they don't want to f- publicly say it on site, but I it wasn't just like one person. There was like four or five people, and not just Nordiques that are saying that's just not right. You yeah. know, because everyone pays the same amount of money, and like you know, so I don't know who whether I don't know who on the Tigers that you know that because of him double shifting didn't get out there but it's just it's violates the spirit of mnl we're an inclusive league where it's like you know it's not the best player wins it's like it's a team so i don't think it's right um, i don't know what was going on in the bench for the tigers but i yeah. will say they had a deep in offensive zone face off yeah and and he actually looked back at the bench and was like waving like yeah what do you want me to do and like yeah. i don't know if he was getting emotional like no dog you stay out there I'm not it, was, it was it was it was tactically done. I mean, when I got, we got the face off in our zone, right? Um, like uh, the one that was t- in your, the was, one that was in your zone. That's like when he sprung for the breakaway. Yeah, yeah. we were like a minute thirty left, yeah. wherever it was. After we wasted forty seconds figuring out face off technicalities. About? We'll get. Into, I mean, we can get into that <laughs> later. But um, yeah, Skillman, Skillman just said, like you know, like, no, no, stay, stay on, stay on. I thought he was gonna, I thought he was gonna change for McShannick. So normally, yeah. I would, I would agree probably with Troy. Like you know, you want to, you want to get. I mean, if someone's dying or they're dead, just just you know, like change them up, or or maybe I would start a mechanic to start the overtime period and then mm-hmm. run him out. But I mean, like mechanic was subbing, I guess, and and I don't know we really want to get the points and beat you guys. So I mean, that's yeah. what Skillman thought and was not, best. To me, it's not a stamina issue. It's I don't because Serta could play ten straight minutes. It's mm-hmm. a it's just like a kind of a fairness. It's like you out you were out you had your crack. You're out there for a full minute and a half. The whole team. And by the way, the Deeks started. Joe Brennan, you know, I was like, what the fuck are the Deeks doing? They got Brennan out there to start the game. Nothing against Joe, but he's a, you know, like an eighth rounder. But it's just like you had your mint, you had the three minutes of the end of regulation. You had a full minute and a half, two minutes of OT. It's like, get your ass off there. It's somebody else's turn. And I don't think it was a Matt Taylor decision. I think that, I think it was probably a management decision. To, and I just, I just don't think it's right. Yeah. Especially not, I don't think it's right in the play. I don't think it's right in the playoffs, but it's certainly not right in the regular season. Yeah. I mean, I know last season the Deeks got then accused the of it a lot with, yeah. with when we had Paulie. And they would be like, "Well, oh, you're you're putting Paulie together out there all the time," and it's like, "Well, sometimes it just kind of works that way, yeah. right?" But that one, you're right; it felt intentional. So, and then so. it also puts the other team in a better in a bad spot because then you're the Nordiques, and then let whoever they're Andy Fem or right, we got to force him to play more exactly. Yeah. Then it's like, and then if you don't, then you're gonna, you know you're at a disadvantage. So I I just don't think it's right. I did find it a little funny though. that that they accuse Andy Fem of double shifting. 
It's yeah. like Andy Femme's double shift is about 45 seconds long. But realistically, <laughs> to me, it's a double-edged sword. I'm not going to get mad about it because I think there's a few things you need to factor in. You're doing three-on-three overtime, so realistically, you're probably only having six guys out there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. four guys are getting left out anyway, so... Mm-hmm. Those guys have to do it. So if you have one extra guy get left out, it's kind of it is what it is type of thing. So it does suck, but everybody's not going to be playing in that three on three overtime, anyways. You're here to win. People are trying to get that by. I can see where it goes. Yes, it does kind of suck in a lot of ways. But I mean, I know for me, like there's been plenty of times where worms, whatever it is, it's a close time. We're down by one. Anything like that. I'm playing defense. I'm out there. Trent's a forward typically. He'll be on the bench. I'll run over myself and I'll tell Trent to get out on the get ice because I'm just I'm looking. I want us to win. Yeah. And I know that I might not be the best option mm-hmm. at that time. So I can see I can see both sides. I can see why someone would be mad. But at the same time, if it was me in the situation of you're gonna be sitting in this I situation, too, yeah. I'm not gonna be offended by it. I've been plenty of times, like I said, where like where we were managing Paulie and Sugar last year, and it's like, man, best players are out there. I don't care. You're sitting on the bench. Or even when I'm in net and we're down by a goal and I gotta get my ass to the bench to get an extra skater out there. And I'll see like a, a later on guy like, Oh, it's my turn up. I'm like half foot over the boards. I'm like, get your ass. Like, no, we're sending we're sending judge or we're sending somebody else out there yeah. to get that goal. Mad, mad is not the right term i'm i'm not i'm not mad about it i don't think other people are mad it's just it's just not right and it's not like this isn't the troy sports friday night league because that's different you're playing against strangers the whole they're yeah. doing the same thing in those examples it's, i'm just saying it's yeah. my choice no, I though it. so I, i'm just putting myself in a situation yeah. that it's not like something if yeah. i was in that situation i'm going to get yeah. mad about yeah. in i there. understand exactly what you're saying and i'm not really disagreeing with anything that you say because uh, especially on like a because you're playing friday night at troy the teams that you're playing against, they're going to throw their best guys out. Mm-hmm. It's just a different situation. But MNL is not like every other league. It's set up to be kind of fair, and I just didn't think I just didn't think it was right. Mad, it is, I'm nowhere close to being mad. It's just more of a just like, kind of like an unwritten rule of yeah of MNL. I don't want to add another. Troy is morally like, disappointed in the yeah. Tigers. Yeah, I could yeah. I could see the more moral police over here. I could see more <laughs> issues with it if it was five on five overtime, and you're telling one guy on your team that yeah. they're not playing in that overtime. Yeah. I could see a lot bigger issue there than in a three on three uh, situation. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. And hey, look, I mean, apparently there was people on the side of the rink last night chanting chanting uh, my last name, and I didn't even hear it. So I mean, there's been there was lots of uh, more reprehensible things that happened yesterday. <laughs> That's so. funny because I it looked like to me you could hear, but you were like such a statue. It looks like oh yeah, look at him ignore the noise, baby. He's I going down. I, I, Schoolman actually had to tell me after the game whether they were chanting my name. So like I didn't realize what at first I thought it was because there was like a play a on the ice because something was wrong, <laughs> and then I realized like. And then, like, you had your bloody nose thing. I'm like, right. oh, maybe they're talking about that or something. Yeah. Then it kept happening in the third. I'm like, oh, they're, like, chanting someone's name. They're probably, like, either, like, like or they're, like, or, I don't know. What's, or they're chanting the ref's name or something. I have no idea. Like, I... Then like after the game, someone's like, "Oh, it's it, chanting your name, chanting Hedis." I'm like, "Oh, well, they should like." I heard said, it. I heard it clear as day. If they said spicy, like that would have I would I would put I would have put two and two together right away, right away. But spicy. <laughs> it doesn't sound as good. <laughs> no, 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 no. So let's move on to our next game of the week. We had the Americans versus the Mighty Ducks, with the Americans taking the win, three to nothing. Uh, Mr. Jeremy Cohn wasn't in this game, but he said he did watch the majority of it. So let's get the breakdown of the game from him. Yeah. Uh, the Nordiques have some, uh, we, we wanted a certain team to win that game and it was zero zero for a long time. And I'm like, fuck man, <laughs> the, the, the ducks are going to shock the world and beat the Americans here. But, uh, over time, I think this, the, the skill of the Americans just kind of took over. I think Paulie had two of them. I don't know who scored the third, but I, I heard it was gangster wood. 
Gangster Wood. Well, he, uh, that would make sense. Yeah, he had a couple like just absolutely amazing opportunities, and he just like fucked them all up. I don't, I don't know. Sip, sip. I know that Sips had a, so a, glad that a play when I in. when I was when I was over there. I saw a brief like briefly of it, maybe like ten last like ten seconds when it happened, and then like the cheering, and he, he explained it very vividly out in the Bat Blue Party deck, where it consisted of him. Um, I don't know, getting like body position on Kyle Bauer. Bauer's like, oh, you know, you just got past my uh, my thick frame there, and I could have get my stick around, and I felt an elbow, and then then he had this puck back door, and I was like, ah, oh, that's my guy. I should have had him, but the puck <laughs> was going the other way, and, and then what do you know? Woodsy was there, and he scored, and like his Kyle Bauer boy it was great. I was like <laughs> laughing, but uh, Sips uh, Sips definitely was grinning uh, ear to ear. I think when they got that, that was the, the third goal. Yeah. Um, after talking to them, I don't know what you saw, but um. Apparently, like the the momentum shifter of the kind of the game was uh, like a slot, an open slot chance that Ben had, mm-hmm. um, and he rang it off the post when right it was one nothing. Yeah, could have tied that game back up one one. Yeah, I mean that could have been like a momentum shifter mm-hmm. there would uh, swing it kind of back in the Ducks' favor. So and that's always a tough thing where it's a close game going down, like you uh. said after the first period, keep going on and zero zero. You know, you have a lot of pressure on your team knowing that you need these points no matter what. And even right. just going down one is a backbreaker, and it just puts so much pressure on More it, especially pressure. then that second goal happens, yeah. and it just wow. feels like you nice get play. defeated as well. So, And Sugar was feeling it for sure. He was definitely trying to go a little bit harder, a little bit faster throughout the game. You could tell him and Antioch went at it at one there's point. There's a cheeky – I mean, yeah, they, they were, they were kind of jawing back and forth. There's yeah. a cheeky little elbow or whatever WWE throw down from Antioch. Yeah, Antioch kind of just used his body and was like, I'm fucking done with you and just – Threw him down on the ice. <laughs> yeah, so I like I said, I can fully understand that. It sounds like what was what was the official uh, score at the end of that game? Was it three nothing or three to one? I thought it was three nothing according to the stats. Okay, so Sugar had a Who breakaway. Was the other ref last night. Uh, nobody, nobody, and then Crunk, Crunk jumped in. No, five Crunk, minutes left. Crunk jumped, oh, jumped in, in the last yeah, yeah, five yeah, minutes. Yeah. It was um, supposed to be Kimmel. Supposed to be Dave P. From what I was told. Well, Dave, yeah, right there, Kimmel, Kimmel. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so there was like a <laughs> break. <laughs> correction. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be Dave P. <laughs> so uh, he there's like five seconds left to go, and Sugar comes in on a breakaway, and he does his like his his normal move. And I don't know, I couldn't tell if the puck went in or not, but he kind of got like crashed into J flow, and I was like. Man, if it was any other goalie in this league, Sugar's getting his fucking head patched in for this, for hitting the goalie like that. But, like, J-Flo, Mr. Like, too cool and calm and collected, was like, oh, it's okay, bud. It's all good. We won. And he just skates off the ice. But so I didn't but know if they... Sugar off even more. They probably I thought, did. I thought, it, I thought it was a goal, Did too. you see it? I thought it was a end? goal. Honestly, I personally thought, like, it was a goal. So puck went in before, like, he slid I thought so in. Too. But, yeah. I mean... You know the the refs and everybody else and the, the pan the panty commissioners like oh, I see what you're trying to do, Huddis. Like, <laughs> you're trying to make sure that there's another goal goes in on J Flow and then you move up the goalie stand. I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, no, that's not on. what that, that's not the name of the game. Okay, <laughs> panty, you want to be lower in the anyways. Point being, um, but yeah, it was very very cool, calm, collected. Even though we were trying to rile J Flow up, I'm like, give him the blocker, give oh, him the blocker. I know, yeah, I was right there with you. I'm like, come on, I want to see a fight here. But yeah, everyone was just kind of like, we won the game, we're done. <laughs> yeah, that our final game of the night was the Golden Seals. Ver- First, the North Stars with the North Stars taking it home 8-1 to one in a very convincing win. So, uh, Hey, big boy. Mr. GM of the North Stars over here. Who we're going to come over to you. Who, who me? Who did that? Sound of Roman horns. Was there a game last night? I don't know. But, uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, it was a perfect storm. You know, uh, the Seals were a little ripe for the picking is in regards to their, you know, cockiness level and Dylan and all, everything that he brings to the table. So, and then you combine that 
with their playing. They literally had five guys on their second skate of the night. So yeah. it was the the situation was set, and we kind of took advantage of it. Um, you know, jumped up. It was one zero early, then one one, uh, then we made it three one. And similar to the the bin moment, there was a there was a point in the, I believe the second period. Fister had a breakaway, um, and Fister did his move it was like the kind of i call it the Connor mcdavid from last night but basically he came in and did his little goes to the backhand then comes back to the forehand and then flips it up and i've seen that goal work that move work many a times um but it riley made a glove save and so no reaction like i thought it was in the net because he was just so calm like and then it's like nope it's in his glove so instead of being a three two game and kind of you know up for grabs it was still three one. Then we scored to make it four one, and then it was just kind of. I think the. I think they kind of just packed it in for the third period. I think we scored four in the third period. So, uh, sub Trent had a hat trick. Uh, Geo two more goals continues to be red hot as a North Star, and then Joe Ellis had just a beautiful snipe um, tie. That honestly, that was probably the goal of like the snipe of the night. I yeah. like even yeah. Fe, like Fem had like an unreal shot yesterday. I didn't see it. Obviously, it was, um, it's being scored on me, <laughs> but and Kimmel's goal was unreal too. But like. Joe Ellis maybe had a half dollar's worth of room between Dylan's shoulder and like the crossbar, and he's like, "Oh, it's going right there, baby." Babe Ruth sit calls a shot and just rips it. Yeah, it was just a, it was like ping, you know. So, yeah. um, and then I got a, I got one at the end. So it was just, and then Gio, you know, got another. So eight one, it was awesome. Um, is that the most goals scored this season? I was, say, I was about to say the all time yes. record is nine goals from the Ducks. Yeah. Uh, not this year, but it, it was it, it, it was a nice night. Sounds know. like it's one of the higher scoring games yeah. this year. Yeah. Let, let's not forget Peso on the other side. He got another goal, even though yeah. he officially has zero goals on the year. Yeah. So yeah. He's, he's slowly getting sub. that uh, that groove back. Yeah. Although we haven't really had a good game of like a good barn burner. It seems like most of the games that yeah. they're, they're, it's a blowout one way or yeah. the other. Yeah, I will say the the important thing. It's always fun to beat the seals, but it was a very important for us. There's definitely like a people were saying it was a two horse race for second between the Americans and the Tigers. But after last night, it's definitely right we're, like we're right in the mix. So mm-hmm. all three of those teams control their own destiny. Um, they all still. You don't think you control your own destiny? No, you're saying it's a three-horse race. No, it's a one-horse race, baby. And I'm s- and the Tigers sit in this chair right here for no, next week. No, but it's a, yeah, but it's a three-horse race for that that two C between the Americans, the Tigers, and the North Stars. One other comment about after the game, and I don't know if Dylan's listening live, but pretty disappointing. I love. We all love Dylan. You know, he's loosey-goosey, going after floozies. We all love him. I love the fact that he talks shit. It keeps it interesting. Like, I, I love guys that run their mouth. Um, so I do not want to discourage that. But then when you just get your fucking teeth kicked in, you can't hightail it out of there, and you don't hang out on the party deck. You're silent on Slack. You're, you know, it's just that's, you know, that's, again, part of M&L, and I know he's a rookie, but when you get your ass kicked, you you go out on the Labatt Blue party deck and you take your you take it you take mm-hmm. your lumps and mm-hmm. the veterans of the seals understand that Whoop was there Shawnee were there and you just you t- kind of F- Fister was Fist, there Fister's and Uncle a, Fister Fister's, Rico a, was there. Fister's a complete gentleman mm-hmm. you know Smith professional he just he yes. really is so yeah. and so Dylan I love him and I and I I don't want this to be like oh you ran your mouth fuck you it's like <laughs> keep running your mouth that makes it fun but then you gotta fucking take your medicine and that's you one do. thing with someone like Dylan who is typically every week hanging out on the party deck going out being loud after games it would be one thing if he's a guy who's like i gotta get to work early i gotta go but 
He's not that guy. He's a guy who hangs out. He likes to have fun. No he what. likes to say, we're winning it all. Skillman's throwing me a pool party. All that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, I agree and, with and you I on don't that think, situation. And I don't think he played hor- Like, just looking back, it's not like there were there are cheap goals, you know. I mean, um, I'm sure any goalie like you like you think you could with you give up eight, you think there's a couple that you could have stopped. Yeah, I'm but not. They, I'm not going to speak for Dylan here, but I think he, we all know he would say that he should have every single one of those goals, and that um, you know it was it was all his bad. And next week, boys, I'll put the team on my back. Yeah, yeah. He does need to sign up for the Joe Brennan breaking your stick school because yeah. he, he break through it. He threw it or something. And it bounced yeah. in the corner and didn't break. He looked oh, like he was a little, looked no. a little mad about that. No. So I give him some lessons. I've I've broken enough myself. So maybe he could go to you. Maybe Joey doesn't know how <laughs> yeah. to break a goalie stick. So yeah. maybe it's a cone thing yeah. he goes yeah. to. I don't know. I got two sticks right now, and both of them are like barely hanging on. So. You, you, if you start getting that edge, you go go to the bench and switch out your stakes so then you can yeah. be ready to go at any mm-hmm. point. Yep. I'm, just, I'm just glad you didn't do the the Dylan chant there, man. You might put him over the bridge, man. Yeah. Well, well, hey, it's tough to chant during the game. I yeah. mean, the, when the, you're playing, it's a spectator it. sport, you know. I, I, don't, I don't think chanting from the bench is appropriate. From the stands, it's okay. Like Ty, <laughs> that's where he draws <laughs> exactly, the line. Exactly. Ty, I, that's what Ty, Ty was telling anyone that would listen. I paid for my ticket. I can do what I want. You know, so there you go. So this is probably by far the obviously the worst game Dylan's ever played in, in Mondays. I mean, do you think do you think maybe we're gonna see a decline there? Or is he still gonna maintain that one point what's he got a one point six? Well, GAA? even with the eight goals, his goals against average only went up to one point seven one. Oh, I pointed that out today on Slack. <laughs> I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, we lit him up for eight and I looked at it, it was like one point seven. I'm like, maybe yeah. Panny didn't upload the stats. I'm like, Nope, he did. So no, what he was did. he at before? Like one three one, or three? Yeah, yeah, I went up half. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. Where are I we at now? Are, is, is any goalie over three? No. Every, no. every goalie is under right three, now. and the next closest two people is after J-Flo shut out last night. We are both at 2.07. You and J-Flo? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so. you got to gotta put – they can be done, but people are going to have to keep scoring. I will say that Dylan has definitely – I mean, he's – all our, all the goalies, all jokes aside, are fucking good. I mean, we have good mm. goalies in this league. But I do think that Dylan's been kind of fighting the puck a little bit you know, um, I don't. I can't remember where else he played. I don't think it was an MNL game, but I just think he's shown oh, some cracks. Worm, of, worm, that Worms game, yeah. Played, I think yeah. he's just. I think he's shown some cracks of being kind of human. So we'll see. He just needs to stop doing two days. Is all it is. You know, he does two days. It gets the legs tires after hitting those ham hocks. <laughs> those ham hawk squats. <laughs> I say, maybe he's getting <laughs> he's in too good of shape. I. I think yeah. I saw a picture of him with. I got my little frame that goes through pictures. It was like at the draft, him and Whoop together, and I was like. It looks like he's dropped quite a few pounds. Maybe he's almost too quick for his own good all of a sudden. Yeah, he said he's lost like 50 pounds. So he's I mean, shrinking. A lot more net to shoot at. Yeah. Yeah. When you see those pictures from the draft, you can definitely tell. And maybe it's he's moving faster than he's what he's used to, so he's just you know not in the spot where he expects it. I, I don't know. Just coming up with, with things. But let's move on to the power rankings. We're just going to go through these, and then we'll probably go right to the standings because they kind of relate to each other. But the OFP Troy Auto Power Rankings, he's got – the North Stars, number one, followed by the American Seals, Nordiques, Tigers, Ducks, and the Whalers. Uh, looks like you have something to say about yeah, that. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I've tried, like, it's hard. This week I found it particularly hard. It's always hard. But I think we, I think the North Stars by, you know, we're th- after the trade, we're 3-0. and We pumped, you know, convincingly pumped the league champs. So I don't think there is a huge debate putting us up there at number one. Americans at two makes sense. Seals dropping to three, I think, is fair. It's like they have to drop, but it's like I don't think you can go all too far down. And then do I think the Nord – I put this in my thing. Do, do I think the Nordiques are better than the Tigers? Like, no, but they beat them head-to-head like last week. So 
I didn't feel right putting the Tigers ahead of the Nordiques, so that's kind of how I did that. And then, uh, and then again, the Whalers, I, you know, in checking, they didn't play, and even though their individual players had kind of nice nights with Trent and Peso, uh, they've lost four in a row, and they were on a bye, and last time the Whalers and the Ducks played, the Ducks curb-stomped them, so I thought putting the Ducks above the Whalers was fair. But, so that was my rationale. Come at me. Yeah, you can't get upset about that, really, at this point in the league. It's more about the actual standings, which we'll move over to. So we uh, currently have the Seals first place, followed by the uh, with 30 Wait, points. I want to go back to that. Did sure. you have the Deeks at f- five? Four. It, we, we had to go to a shootout just to beat the Tigers. That's <laughs> but, that was generous. I appreciate it. But yeah, but I, I put know. you. But I couldn't put you above the. I couldn't put you the Tigers above you because you beat them, and then uh, you're ahead of the Ducks, and then you're ahead of the Whalers who have lost four in a row. So, so who, who 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 should I put? Ahead no, of you, you no. I, when I when I hear it that way, no, I guess you're I mean, right, I mean so. it makes sense. I'm, I'm yeah. not I'm not complaining. I okay. mean, I, I, we I, miss, I, yeah. When I hear that, yeah, I like missing like Matt Lapuche back on defense last mm-hmm. night may have like you know kind of. Screw Joe, screwed or gel with whatever team, just like everybody else is missing people, like they're yeah. missing Doc and everything else. But um, at the end of the day, like it's just kind of per week basis. Like, did you win? Did you lose? Like, what happened? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. I, I don't disagree with it. Yeah, and back over to the standings. So the Golden Seals are currently in first place with 30 points. They've actually clinched the playoffs with the Americans, 25 points, who have also clinched the playoffs. North Stars right now are in third place with 23 points, but they've played 14 games with the Tigers next up with 22 points, who've only played 13 games. So North Stars have a game in hand yep. in that situation. Whalers are at 17 points, 13 games as well, followed by the Nordiques with 15 and the Ducks at 12. Both of those teams are at um, 14 games as well. Uh, what is it, Six or 18 games in the season right now? So four to five games left for everything. Again, I think we're pretty good with... Um, the Seals getting the bye. I don't see how they could blow that. So we have the Americans, we have the North Stars, and we have the Tigers. As of today, who do you think is going to get that other bye? The only unbiased opinion in the room coming here with Cone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you got you got to go with the Americans. Jay Flo and Nat, Paulie up front. It's uh, and it's and it's 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 Proctor's dream. He's always wanted to go into the playoffs, not being the number one seed. I, I'm going to agree with that as the other unbiased person, the trusted voice of the league. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I think it's got to be the Americans. I think they have the talent there. Yeah. J-Flo and Nett played a great, uh, you know, he had a shutout last week. You got Proctor, Antioch, that's a hard combination mm-hmm. to stop. Lots of other good talent on that team. I think they're the team to beat going in there. Plus, they do have that two-point lead as well. I guess technically you could say the Tigers, if they actually win with their 14th game, they're going to be at 25 as well, so it is a race there. Hedis, what are your thoughts there? Um, I, th- I think it – I was going to sound – I mean, it's going to sound conceited the way I say it, but, I mean, <laughs> I feel like we're – we're let's, let's lock it in. Lock it in. We're, we're going to get that bye. And it's going to come down – the biggest game I think is going to come down to actually the very next game uh, when we play against you guys. Yeah. Uh, this next this upcoming week, the North Stars, because uh, we're both fighting. Like, whoever wins that game, I mean, if you guys were to lose that game, for example, I mean, you have 15 games play. At that point, you only have, what, three games left? No, we got to win on your, on your On your cycle. So, I mean, and we, we still play the Seals, which are ahead of us, and we still play head-to-head against the Americans. So, I mean, we win next week. I'm That's not really saying true. It's a, you guys I'm not saying a it's a lock, but, like, we have a game at hand, and then we have like the two teams mm-hmm. above us. That we control our own destiny. So I mean, that's pretty cool, and that's a good point. I mean, like if you guys lose, no, we're I mean, out. Like all these teams, 
the Americans have a little bit of fluff because they have that standings. Tigers have a little bit of margin for error because they have a game in hand. We have zero margin right. for error. But at the same token, we pl- we still play the Tigers. We still play the Americans. Mm-hmm. The Americans still play the Tigers. So this will be decided on the ice. But if we uh, like, it's a knockout game for us. Like we need to beat the. Um, we need to win both the head-to-head games to have uh, to have a crack at it. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, and after when the. How much are you concerned about if you don't get the buy getting the third seed compared to the fourth? Is there a lot, a lot? Because I don't want to. Pl- I mean, you don't know exactly how it's going to shake out, but um, I'd I'd like to get the third seed because then you're playing the Nordiques or the Ducks, who I think are. But it's slightly easier. But to me, the allure of the buy is I don't care about having the buy. So you want to skate, but want, you want to make sure you advance in the playoffs no matter what. Well, anything can it's happen. a guarantee. The buy gives you a guaranteed two out of three series. Right. That's yeah. what I, I I don't. So if the three six game was a was a two out of three series, I'd actually it would be kind of nice to get to play more hockey. But right. the one and done game is extremely scary because anything yeah. can happen. So I want the buy just to guarantee that we got a two out of three series. That's the big draw for me. For sure, that's fair. And over on the other end. We have the Whalers, Nordiques, and the Ducks. So, you know, Whalers have played one less game than the other two teams. We have a whole three-point lead with the Nordiques. We got max points. Whalers can get 32 max points. Nordiques, 27, and 24 for the Ducks as of right now. So 27, how come we weren't included in that uh, competition for second here? That's your max possible points if you guys went out. Uh, let's go to a neutral source of Hedis. How do you see this one shaking out? I, I took the, uh, not the high road, I took the avant-garde mode a couple podcasts ago, being like, oh, the North Stars are going to not make it. And then I was like, before that, oh, the Whalers aren't. So um, realistically, like taking an actual analytical look at it, uh, it's pro- it's going to come down, between, I feel, between the Nordiques and the Muddy Ducks. Granted, both the Nordiques and Muddy Ducks still have to play against the Whalers. So the bottom three, like you, those three teams, like your team, your team, We've already played the Mighty Ducks our last time. Oh, excuse me. You're right. You already played the Mighty Ducks. Mm-hmm. But the Mighty Ducks still has to play against uh, Nordiques in the second uh, last game of the season. And I feel like that's going to kind of come down to who will or who won't make the, the playoff stand there. Um, if, if either your team can get any points or squeeze any more points out, you know, uh, from like a stone sort of thing, get a, get a point, a shootout, get a win in a shootout, beat us like you did last night, kind of upset some people. That changes the, uh, the equation. But um, or how it stands right now, I gotta. I'm probably gonna have to say the Mighty Ducks aren't gonna aren't gonna make it. Um, just because I mean, head to head, you guys are tied right now. Currently, we're correct with the Ducks. Yeah, with the Ducks. Yeah, you guys they, both have one win apiece. So even if yeah. they they do win, but you were to sneak another point here or there, I mean, you only need one more to make it a two game difference. This is 15 to 12. So if they catch you and they beat you in the head to head. Is it head to head that's the tiebreaker? Right. And then Troy, we have our other unbiased source over here. What are your he thoughts? He didn't decide. Oh, I thought uh, he said the Ducks. He, he's a, What's, he said oh, the Ducks probably, are going to miss. I'd say probably the Ducks are going to oh, miss. Okay. Unless, well, I mean, if they beat you guys and you don't get any more points, is it head-to-head as a tiebreaker? That's my next yeah. question. If it is, then they would If then it's they a, yeah, head a two-team tie, head-to-head is the yeah. first tiebreaker. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think the Whalers, given their their the standings, they got a two-point head start, plus they've had their bye. Mm-hmm. I think it would take a pretty epic collapse. And to be candid with you, the Whalers might – not have to earn another point and they still might get in because for both of those teams to to jump them i think would be difficult so the whalers are are most likely in and they're most likely locked into that kind of that five seed um that's kind of my prediction for the other two so if the teams were tied right now 
I would probably take the Ducks. I, I think there's I like their team slightly better than the Nordiques, but the Nordiques have a three game three point lead. That was huge stealing two points last night. You know, even if they would have gotten one point, just kind of getting points out of the games that you're not supposed to. I mean, they were playing the Tigers, mm-hmm. and that was a huge two points for the Nordiques. So the the Ducks are in kind of the same situation that the North Stars are going for the, the two-hole. Like, their head-to-head game against the Nordiques is an absolute must-win, and they probably have to win in regulation. So if they win that, it's kind of anybody's, anybody's ball game. From the Nordiques' perspective – they have a lot of margin for error because they can lose that head-to-head, and if they can just muster out another point anywhere else on the schedule, um, it, it gets them. So, But my official prediction, I'm, and I know i got big cones standing right next to me, but <laughs> I think the Ducks are going to win that head-to-head game with, with the Nordiques, and uh, I think the Ducks are going to still pull it off. Quack, quack, quack. Cone, let's get your analysis on, on this uh, last spot. Sure. I mean, the next... Uh, Two out of the next three week three weeks are huge for us because we got a head to head with the Whalers, uh, that would get us three points, and then we would control the the season series with you guys, and then I think we play um, the Americans in between, and then we play the Ducks, and then again it's a season season split right now. I think right now with having Turtle back, the Ducks are probably the better team, but after completing the trade and playing a couple games, we're starting to gel a little bit. It's going to come down to the wire, man. But I, 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 I like to think that we're going to pull it through and we'll, we'll be able to win that one out. Yeah. yeah My for, prediction of the Ducks, by the way, is like fifty-one, uh, <laughs> 50.5 to forty-nine point five. I mean, it's razor, it's razor thin as far as my confidence level. We're not exactly like a, fra- a flashy team, and like we said that from from when we drafted the squad. You know, we're not we're not that type of team. So it makes perfect sense that this is the situation that we're going to be in and we're going to we're going to gut it out and grind it out and get some points here down the stretch. Yeah, from the Whalers perspective, you know, it's always scary. You like our points position compared to these other teams. Uh I think when we broke down the actual second uh turn of it, we actually did play pretty good on those points wise, but then with the one Ducks game, you know, mm-hmm. We lost that one, so that makes the momentum go down. We haven't actually played a game now in three weeks, so it's kind of coming back. Uh, you know, we do have some guys that have been playing hockey, but there's probably some other guys that haven't played hockey in close to a month. So that's another scary thing, kind of going into these next coming games. Maybe it helps their body out a little bit. Maybe it doesn't. But I have to think in my head is if we get one, two points. We're probably pretty safe. We probably want three to five points just to probably ensure. safe to get into the playoffs, I would say. Right. But you're not going to maintain that right now you're in fifth, right? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, realistically, it's going to be tough to catch those other two teams. So we're probably looking in. Does it really matter if we're playing the four or five? Does that matter either way if you're four or you're five? Home ice advantage. Oh Last advantage. change. Yeah. Last change, baby. It matters. <laughs> you get to see if no, Matt Taylor's out in the ice and OT. If you <laughs> right, want to match exactly. up Fem or yeah. you want to match up Peso against them. You yeah. don't get the Hedda's chance, you know? <laughs> yeah, apparently. That's those totally work last night. <laughs> so so if we if we can hold on to that five, which I'm not saying is a total gimme or anything like that, I we're not gonna catch up to the third spot. Yeah. Like realistically, so if we hold into that, it doesn't it doesn't matter. We're gonna still be playing that same team no matter what. And so to I, your point, if even if you slide into six, that's like you in. don't even know who's gonna be the third seed. I guess do you have a preference as who you don't want assuming that you're correct and the Americans get the you know, get the buy, the second buy, 
you know, do you have a preference between who you want to play between the North Stars and the Tigers? I f- take. I feel like we can beat any team in the league. Yeah. So I think our main thing is kind of getting these last games. Obviously, our first thing is to get these points to make sure, ensure that we're in the playoffs, hopefully get Peso going, and just, you know, kind of get the offense. If we can get the offense going in this next turn, that's what we really need because I think we do have a lot of talent on our team. We have the ability to beat anybody. We just we haven't had that um, – you know, we haven't had that synergy going, you know, the team chemistry red, type Trent thing. Trent had about four goals on Friday night. He had three goals yeah. last night. Trent's been on fire lately. Peso's been picking it up the last week or two. We need that to, you know, in our games on Monday, we need that to happen. And we're going to, if we can do that, if Peso starts scoring and Trent's scoring like he does, we're going to be a tough team to beat. Definitely. So, yeah, so... Sounds like most of us are thinking the Ducks right now, but it wouldn't be a shock if they snuck in, especially with that matchup. Uh, next and, do, week, and don't put anything past Sugar either. When when it comes down to the wire like that, like he's gonna he's gonna make sure he's out there trying to score every chance he gets. Did the, Brick, what Brick, just the Ducks just kill the guy? Sugar's there throwing <laughs> a, a stick like a spear Seriously, trying to win yeah. the game. Yeah, he's he's a competitor. Be, um, you just you just clicked your mic off again. I didn't think that sounded right. Did the Ducks stick? What was the lineup? Did they do the bin? I can't remember now what they've. What What did they do lineup wise? Did they do bin and turtle and then sugar and, and then yeah. sugar and Bauer? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think that's. I think that's a good matchup. If, if I mean, turtle and turtle and bin lit us lit us up pretty yeah. good on that game before Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, they're they're tough, and you know, sugar. He's such a he has such a motor. He can do a lot of stuff on his own, and you know. Bauer isn't a slouch. I think I've no. seen improvement out of him the last turn as well. So, you know, getting back into the groove on that side of things. So, you know, has that little bit of help. But we all know Sugar. He can he can do a lot on his own as well. Mm-hmm. So you put him on that second. I don't know if it's a second line or not, but you hope you get a little bit better matchups there and let him run wild. Yeah, it just shows how tough the the Americans are. You know, you can outplay them, but they got J Flow and Net. They got Solid D, and then. And then and then Proctor gets his Proctor Antioch get their chance. So you got a Proctor Antioch on the top that, line, and you got stars your defenseman and Jay. I'm like, jeez, yeah. man. Well, that's the thing. It's like you can outshoot the Americans, you know, like twelve to six, but right. they're going to score on their six. You know, they're going to score mm-hmm. on three of their six shots, and then good. You know, it's just they're they're a tough matchup, no yeah. doubt about it. They, we have not. It's it's matchups are interesting just to a you know it's like certain teams you kind of feel like good against, and others you don't. Like we've beat the seals two out of three times this year the and then in the the one game that we lost it was extremely tight and they're running away in the standings but we can't fucking beat the americans we are, we're we're and two against them and so matchups are tricky mm-hmm. and that brings us to next week's game so we have the mighty ducks versus the seals the north uh nordiques versus the whalers and the north stars versus the tigers now that first game obviously is a huge matchup just because we've been talking about the importance of uh the mighty ducks getting a point golden seals Hopefully their lineup returns. They're probably going to be out to make a point next week, so I think that's going to be a tough game on that side of things. But then we get to the, I'm going to call them the crucial matchups, Nordiques, Whalers, obviously two bottom of the teams. Mm-hmm. You know, if one team can take three points in that matchup, it's going to be huge. I know you guys have, is it Fem out? You guys have one guy out because I heard you're bringing in Fister next week. Fem's out, yeah. So... You already lined up a sub there, so that's a little breaking news that has not been reported in the Ivory Tower. It hasn't yet. It was. It was. Hashtag trust. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I mean, trusted voice always knows. 
different. I mean, it's different. I mean, it's, that's just different because Fister is going to be on his second game of the night. You know, mm-hmm. Andy Fem's a you know a race car. Yeah. Fister's more crafty. It'll, it'll be interesting. But but yeah, I think if either team takes three points there, that's going to be huge in that matchup. So mm-hmm. I think from the the Ducks perspective, just looking at that schedule, it's like if they can get out of next week even for that week, like whether if, if they both like right now, if I was the Ducks, if you could just make me an offer, it's like look. Both of you are going to get zero points. You know, I think I would just take it and roll on to the next week. Survive to the next week. Because yeah. who are they playing? They're playing the Because they're Seals. playing the Seals. Yes. And I think the Nordiques have oh. a winnable matchup against the Wings. The I mean, Seals are going to be fucking angry. Yeah. <laughs> so I think from the Ducks' perspective, it's like if they can, if if they come out even from next week, then then they just want to get to that head-to-head game. Yeah. You know, they want to be within three points for the head-to-head because, again, they if they win, they control that tie. I was going to say, the yeah. Ducks have to be cheering for the Whalers. It's just like last night. It's just like the Tigers have to, like, it was like, go Tigers, go Tigers, go Tigers. Because it was just like, we don't want the Deeks, we don't want the Ducks getting any points there type of thing. Where I would imagine since we're two points ahead of you, they're within three compared to five, right. they're going to want you guys to get zero points because you're the closest there. So anybody, the next guy up getting points is just that much more crucial there. You are only two points ahead of us? But yeah, we but we also have a game, a game in hand okay, as well. So on that situation, I would have to... If I was the Ducks, I'd be hoping that the Whalers won that. Just like last night, I was hoping the Tigers would beat you guys as well. Yeah. Oh, next week's going to be fun. Can you and guys, can you guys every play? Monday, man. Can you guys both lose? Is that, is that a possibility? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you guys are both praying. Uh, I, I don't think that's true. And then our last matchup of the night, it was going to be the North Stars versus the Tigers. A Huge crucial game. matchup mm-hmm. for that bye week as we're talking about. So are these both the 10 o'clock games? Those are both. Those should be both the ten o'clock games based yeah. on the order. I just copy yeah. them from the it schedule. It is. It is. Wow. Ducks and Seals are nine. Yep. Lucky those guys. They get to watch these two. I mean, these are going to be two good games, man. Both both teams playing for all four teams playing for something. There's the the Tigers, North Stars. A lot of storylines. We got we have the trade. Yeah. Oh, we have the trade combined with the race for the Americans are on a bye, I believe. So the Americans are idle. So the winner of this. The winner of this North Stars Tigers game will temporarily, uh, I mean, if it's in regulation, I don't know the exact numbers, but I know if we win in regulation, we vault to second place overall. So a huge game. You know, I know Hedis is going to be fired up. Fa- oh, face buddy. his old mate. Oh, we're, buddy. We're, we're, we're and Guy Riley up. is your goalie, too. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. It's one of these things you just, you'll get a little nervous. You know, I guess not. Uh, you don't want to be too hyped up, you know. It's like I don't think you can. As a skater, I think like the energy is good, you know, because it gives you a little more pep in your step. But from a goalie perspective, you know, and I think Riley just has ice in his veins. I don't think he gives a shit. But <laughs> but I think I don't think it's ice. But he definitely yeah. doesn't. Give a yeah. shit. <laughs> but I think Hedis is either gonna like. I think we're either gonna fucking bomb him for like four or five, and we'll just see a fucking blow up show. It never happened. That or, doesn't happen. Or he's gonna play, you know, fantastic. <laughs> so we'll see. That doesn't happen. Like even if like well, even if we give a five against the Nordiques, I mean, I wasn't out there breaking my stick or anything. I was like, well, we lost five two first game of the season. Yeah. yeah. Also, real quick, it looks like Nathaniel Martin nine three seven started following us. So, uh, like, cool. to thank you for the quick follow there. Thanks, bud. Um, Nate. Yeah, and like we said, the Americans are on the bye. Troy Otto already said if Matt Taylor is out, he would approve Mr. Proctor to sub for him. So that's that's exciting. I just thought it was a nice thing to do, you know, because um, Proctor doesn't get to sub. And, and again, like Proctor's a comparable player. You know, yeah. I, I think since we're the we're the ten o'clock game. So if we if we weren't such nice guys, well, especially now Fister's off the table i guess they'd be 
they, I mean, they'd have they'd have sugar, so it's not like we're doing a huge favor, but it's more of just giving Polly. He whines on Slack. It's like throw him a little bone. And I'm sure Matt Taylor's <laughs> going to be here, so it's going to be mo- mood anyways, or maybe he's not. But anyways, nice gesture to Tutu, you know, let of him course. out there. You're just, you're just teasing him a little bit. It's not nice of you. Yeah, that's possible. He took a nice little high stick to the face in the uh, the Ducks game. He, uh, uh, Ryan Z came out to play the puck, and he... Paulie just skated right into his stick, and he crashed into the boards, and everyone watching kind of did like one of those like, yeah. Don't mess with those goalies, man. They're dirty, and they don't give a fuck what they do to you. Ryan Z. Not Ryan Z. Ryan Z had no idea what happened. (laughs) Ryan Z almost killed me last year. Really? I don't know if anyone remembers that. Completely inadvertent. but he he slammed the stick? Yes. He was a goalie anger, and he threw his stick, and it went... Like right past my neck. That was against us. I remember that. Oh, my God. Very... Very scary. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, (laughs) we're coming down to the wire. This was, what, week? I don't know what it is, but essentially we have some teams with four games left. We have two teams with five, so we have five weeks left. So it's coming down to the wire. I think this is probably the closest, you know, I guess we've pretty much always had everybody make the playoffs. This is a great format. There hasn't Mm -hmm. been that... uh, you know, pressure of keep winning, stuff like that. There's obviously been, oh, we want to make sure we're in the two, the two, three game series type thing. Compared to last year, this is just awesome. Because last year it was so anticlimactic. I mean, I, mean, the, the, I think the Nordiques said we were kind of like far and away the number one seed. There was a small little battle for like the two seed to, you know, for the second bye. But other than that, like no one gave a shit. The Americans were horrible, but they were in the playoffs. So it's like at this time it was more like, okay, let's just get to the playoffs. But this is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love, I love the, you know, as hard as it's going to be for that team that doesn't make it, I'm going to feel bad for them, but it's made the league a lot more interesting. What's nice is that as much as we hate that bye week of just being a one and done, uh, if you're the team that doesn't make the playoffs, you're just playing one week of meaningless hockey, and then yep. you have you have company. Yep. You know. Yeah, and I, I I like the I agree I like someone not making it. Whereas if we do ever expand to eight teams, I would still say let two people s- don't make it. Let then. six yep. teams yeah. make the playoffs yep. again. Two people out yep. there's even more pressure because it just puts yeah. more on the line when it comes to those situations. I know we love talking about expansion of eight, but I was thinking about this the other day of, of, of when we first started with just four teams and the rivalry we used to have with those four teams because. You played them once a month. It was crazy. Like I kind of yeah. forget the last time. Like, oh, oh fuck, yeah. we did lose six not the last time we played yeah. the Ducks because I haven't played them in so long. But man, I remember playing the Seals back in the first season, the Art 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 Seals with <laughs> Starline baby. Star- oh yeah, the Starline and Uncle Whoop was running his mouth the entire time. And, oh. Was Piercy a grind line center on I that team? I think he was. Yeah, or a wow. wing. Was it you and Neville? Oh, you were, were you part of the right wing? Or did they they moved you to D to get out of the right wing? No, line? no, no. That was on the Whalers. The Whalers I was moved you to D. I would play. Se- we would kind of rotate the center. We had Mr. Picor, who was uh, yeah. Cherry. He he was he was too good to actually be part of a rotation on the second line. So <laughs> me, Whoop, and Neville, we all did like a three man rotation to help it. So there wasn't yeah. someone kind of just always getting screwed. So but it was very happen. rare that eleven showed up, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, I remember Whoop would always he'd skate ten. He could be out Shawnee, and he'd be like, "We're yeah. skating ten. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. that's the way to go. And then. Actually, season two on the Whalers, that's where, again, we had 11. and Did we have 11 the second year, too? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't yep. until last year that we saw it. It, w- it, was, it was tough, and I think Woot made me play defense a couple times for the Worms, and it was like, he's like, you're going to play defense now. And then the Whalers needed a defenseman. I was like, I'll, for a game or two, and I was like, I'll do it. And then Trent, we still didn't have one. I was like, Trent, because I figured out in my head, I was like, if I play defense, 
it's only a four-man rotation. <laughs> I don't have to deal with this shit. And the Proctor Stopper was born. Hey, I uh, I caught Gio from behind last night. He never lacks confidence. My ankle's probably about 97% now, so once it gets to that 100 before the playoffs, just watch out. Flash! Mastered of the Proctor! So that's all I have for today. Does anybody else got anything? I think we covered it all. Yeah, I got one more thing. Hashtag fuck the North Stars. Hey, big game. Hey, we'll see what happens. I mean, I was watching the Tigers. T- I mean, it is what it is, but I was watching the Tigers, and I, was, and I know they definitely miss Matt LaPoudre, not discounting that. But, you know. But they brought in McShannick. Yeah. I mean, McShannick well, it's is. a completely different player, and McShannick's all over the place. You know, talent-wise, they're similar, but just yeah. style of play. You know, if you're not used to playing with McShannick, I'm sure that kind of caused, you know, some issues. But it's just like the Matt Taylor. I mean, it's dessert swarm because it's yeah. like, to me, it's like just fucking swarm Matt Taylor. And make somebody else beat you. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see. I got to cheer for the North Stars after how 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 much they were cheering for the Deeks last week. So yeah. I I vowed to not drop a fuck the North Stars emoji this week. There we go. <laughs> big game. Big game. Can't wait. Is it Monday yet? Right. Uh, I got to cheer for the Tigers. I'm not gonna lie. It's okay. I, North Stars, you don't you don't need them getting a bye. <laughs> you know, after them looking bad for the beginning of the year, possibly as a contender not to make the playoffs, to all of a sudden have worked their way up for a bye, that would be an awful outcome my personal win streak over piercy is just like up to like 11 now i think does, it, does this include you <laughs> cheating in a, does this include I mean, the, the events the, that you cheated oh, yeah, in the all-star the, the all-star game, game. The speed skating i mean it's like <laughs> unbelievable so i i don't expect piercy to cheer for me do you want to have a decathlon i pick five events you pick five yes, events that would be fun <laughs> And yes. the, fi- the final event is Monday Night Light Chosen. There you go. Friends Slack. <laughs> they choose fun. it. That'd be fun. No, that would only be if it was a tie after f- uh, 10 events. We can then. do basketball, pool. You know, we can do, you know, 10 sports. It's got to be sports. Not Sw- trying to be the best at exercising. Swimming would definitely be one of them. Kirstie's like, we're going we're, we're gonna to do Olympic <laughs> lifting as uh, event number one. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. I was, hey, I don't bench press. Do I got to pull out the video oh, again? I was going to say, I've seen the video. I just trusted. I've seen the video. So, anyways, as always, give us a call on the Whoop line, 714-75-WHOOP. Email the show at podcast at mnlhl.com. Follow Twitch. Subscribe to Twitch. We got the Amazon Prime, uh, Twitch Prime stuff. You get it every 30 days. So, if you've done that in the past and you haven't done it again, just go back to twitch.tv backslash MNLHL and uh, just go under resubscribe. Click that. There's a thing right there. Just do it super quick and super easy. Remind you, we always appreciate it. And before we leave, I just want to say uh, Grandma Geo did call in. Giving This is serious news. Um, and I'm only sharing it because it was shared at the rink last night. But for those that don't know, uh, Geo's having himself a little baby girl. So I know oh, Geo's a podcast Gio. listener. So Are you uh, allowed to say that? He, he told everybody at the rink last night. So it's, uh, it's no longer a secret. So the end of February... Having a little baby girl. I was sworn to secrecy before the game, so I didn't think that was <laughs> allowed. Well, I saw him telling people, so I'm not uh, breaking the news, but congrats to Geo. Pod- loyal podcast listener. Wait, did anybody bet Geo in those preseason uh, prop bets we had? We already had Chris Taylor come out first. Oh, for the ba- was there a prop bet on who was going to have a baby? Who's going to have the baby? Who, who was going to announce they were uh, expecting? Yeah, I think it was Peso. Yeah, someone said peso. I, I, I said I said peso. Peso was my choice. Chris Taylor was the official uh, 
answer for the winning thing of the first person to announce they were expecting. Oh, now, no, I didn't know. Giving birth wasn't Congrats. there, but uh, I think there's a couple MNL babies on the way. Yeah, Sir, Serta Whoa. popped one out. No Sir, way, really? Yeah. yeah. All these guys there's are dead. I had no idea. Serta P has sons. one on the way. Yeah. Geo. Yeah. is out of the womb. Chris Taylor. December 29th. So. Well, that's all right. We can let Jeez. all those guys take extra uh, time in this off season with their children. They need it. They'll they'll get, we'll let them out of the playoffs sooner. Right. <laughs> that, that'll that'll just help our uh, the non dads cl- slowly climb up the ladder of their drink draft rankings, and the other guys get out of shape. And uh, <laughs> no doubt about it, kids are terrible for your hockey career. But yeah, so exciting time MNL. We're coming down the home stretch. So uh, you know, hopefully next week's just as exciting, and we are over. 